When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog <clears throat> um, Yo. Well, wow. it's, uh, what time is it? It's three minutes to midday yeah. on Sunday the 30th of oh, January man. You like This already feels like an effort for you <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing like a grey jumper and grey headphones. You you look the same colour as your headphones. You look so grey and world weary. You are you are joined. Oh no! <laughs> this is the Wolfenau. The Wolfenau podcast. Cast, 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 podcast. Um, um how, how are you feeling, bud? There's a couple of things I need to establish before a few few bits of admin I want to get into before we get into this. Three things I want to say. First of all, we'll get into it, but Tom is absolutely delighted because I have, for some reason, I don't know what's happened to me, um, but this is, I've been out two nights on the bounce now after, uh, after happy The exciting thing is Romish's next TV uh, thing is he's joining the cast of Geordie Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) Going out every Uh, weekend, getting mortal. Yeah, you and Nathan. And the other thing is, I I want to shout you out now, actually, because we're supposed to do this at eleven. It's now it's now midday. It's midday, right? yeah, yeah. You're a busy guy. You're, you're a tired guy. I said to you, Tom, can we delay it by half an hour? Because I went out yeah. last night, and you said no problem. And then since then, I've sort of been fucking you about with little text messages, going just two minutes, just two minutes, and you haven't expressed any annoyance at all. Because I love like, you, man. And also, I. I've got to say, I was just looking forward to seeing this version of you. Yeah. <laughs> you were you're like me when I was like 25 or 26. <laughs> um, the other thing is, is that I just spoke to Lisa because um, yeah. our, our, our eldest son has decided to go and he's gone around to his mate's house. So I, I, I always have to check with Lisa in case I've done something wrong. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because like Lisa would go like, "Have you got a coat and stuff like that?" And I was, you know, and I'll give him money for weed and say, "Make sure you have got like Johnny's on you." Do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like we've got different ideas of what going out prepared means. Um, anyway, so I spoke, I phoned Lisa and I said, "Like Theo wants to go out," and then she said to me, "Are you okay?" Like not in a, not in a, it wasn't even in a sort of a, a light-hearted fun way. She went, "Are you okay?" And I went, wow. "Why?" She goes, you sound, you sound, you sound smashed. She goes, you sound actually in the middle of being drunk. Oh God! She said, and I was what, like, no. Did, what, was, so, what time was your last drink last night? What time was my last drink? Or this morning? Four thirty. Four thirty this morning. Yeah. Oh my God! You've done like two, <laughs> two back to back, like early morning. No, hold on. Okay. Before we get into this, no, not before we get into this. As we get into this. I just need to clarify a few things. First of all, I'm not becoming party rom. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 be, no, 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 no. You're not becoming be... party rom. You are party rom. No, 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 no. I just want to be crystal clear on this. It's just happened to, this that's happened this weekend. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so Friday night, I did my last show at the, uh, at the Hammersmith Apollo. Yeah. Thanks very much to everyone who came to those shows. We've had, I'm not going to read them out because it's too embarrassing, but. I've had a lot of email. We've had a lot of emails into the podcast about people that come to those shows. Uh, so thank you so much for coming to them. And then Martin Too Smooth um, put on an after party for the end of the run, uh, um, and I went to that. 
And uh, do you know what? I don't know how I feel about my behaviour at that. At that. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What happened? <laughs> so I got, I basically got behind the decks with Martin and started doing a bit of kind of MCing. Oh, really? No, I wouldn't say it's not MCing. Like, this... how drunk were you at this time? Well, I arrived... was. This a, was this a party in your honour, by the way? It's not in my honour. It's like the tour after party. It's oh, not sure. in my honour though. Sure. But um. I had a, I basically got there and because I'd been because I'd been on stage I hadn't drunk at all and all my mates had been drinking, so like you know that thing where you go well you just drink quickly because you want to try and yeah, yeah, yeah you play catch, catch up, up. Right? yeah I mean the idea that that is a phrase that I've struggled to I, I now know what it's what you, what it's like to be you what do you mean do you know what I mean just, well just a struggle for vocabulary you sort of you sort of you sort of know what you want to say but your brain's not giving <laughs> it to you. you know what I mean? <laughs> I love the fact that you're really like trying to fight it at the moment. You're like, <laughs> you got a little dig in you. You're like, oh, right, oh, I'm. it's so pathetic. It's like watching a fucking like a. It's like watching a, like a cat in its in a death rap. You're like Wilder in the se- you're in like the second uh, fucking Fury fight. It's just embarrassing. Um, anyway, so, so so you got up an MC. Yeah, but that, I do that a bit actually. At the, we we do a few after parties and I, so I just quickly, what, how was it? Was it like um in a bit of like was it like people encouraging you to do it like and you then doing it or was it like oh no it's my fucking party and I'll MC and you sort of because I went to someone's birthday party right and this is mm. I'm not saying you this is yeah. like like but um it's someone we both know um I won't say their name because they might listen to this but um mm. their for, it was their fortieth. And they mm. did a concert of like their like their own songs. They hired a pub, and everyone went along. And then they spent the whole night singing songs on stage and put like you know. Um, and actually, you know, they're a very good musician and very good singer. But it was a strange thing to do when people go to sort of see you and you know want to chat with you if you're on stage the whole time. Um, and this person isn't a musician, so on that basis, were you? Um, were you like, oh, this is my party, I can kind of do whatever I want in like, you know, not saying you're Donald Trump, but like you're able to just like, it's your party, you can MC if you want, you can eat all the food you want. Do you know what I mean? Was it that vibe? Do you, is there any part of you that feels like you're like you're kicking sort of a wounded animal? No, there's a part of me that thinks I'm getting back at you for that vocabulary dig. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? Uh, so whenever, so t- occasionally we do after parties, I'll get on the mic with with Martin, but it's not yeah. like, look, I... I but it's it's I, I regret mentioning it now. It's it's not oh, like I um, it's not like <laughs> I don't t- I don't talk a lot. It's just no. like I just sort of host Martin's search. Do you know what I mean, but what I'm saying, but the, the thing is, so normally I'm just sober and like yeah. I, I have the decency to not be a cock. But you know, like that night, I was I'd, I'd had a bit to drink, and I, I now know as I look back on it, I I can feel. You know, I know that I was a bit fucking more confident than I normally am in a bad way. I don't, yeah, but, do you know what but, I mean? But, but, uh, uh, piss taking over for a second. It's a massive moment. You've just smashed like these gigs at your party. Like, everyone's, everyone is there. It's your after party, and I don't think you're. I, look, it's very easy to blow these things out of proportion, and and the sense in your yes, head of is, what you it? think is really bad. Mate, the reason I haven't really had a drink since the Euros is precisely because of this. Really? Precis- yeah, man. Precisely. I told you at the time, I was like fucking drinking out fucking, I have a pitcher of lager on 40 fucking two, and then someone mm. pointed out there were cigarette butts in it. Oh, That's no. a fucking low, Ramesh. Yeah. That was a point where I said, you know what, I'm about to be a father. I think I probably need to fucking rein this shit in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've got to say, um, having you sort of talk about how as a father, you've decided to to not drink it on the head for a bit, sort of modify your behaviour. Is exactly what I want to hear now. So thank you. No, no, but your children it's are absolutely. Now. It's absolutely the no. pep talk that I need. No, 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 no. No, because no. what was what? What were you worried about? That like, I felt sound too happy now. No, sweet boy. Were you, ner- were you nervous? Us, were you nervous? Us sort of being a bit too positive. Sweet, I sweet to- boy. Your boys are older now, so yeah, sure. they they understand that. Yeah, the mix that dads. Yeah, they know that you work hard and you need to. You've got that valve. You need to sort of let off that steam. No, please don't talk. Like, you're, you're making it worse by talking like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, and then and then I went out again last night. I mean, it, I've already talked too long about that first night, so I'm not going to go into details about last night. But 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 basically, a mate of mine, Friction, is a drum and bass DJ. He lives in Brighton, and I was gigging in Brighton, and 
Um, he said, why don't you come down after us? So I did. And then uh, it just went from just, <laughs> God, I can't say it without saying it like a prick. And it just went from there. Do you yeah, know what I mean? right. Fucking went from there, bro. It's a uh, fucking three thirds. <laughs> Edgy fucking flat on in fucking Hove with some really good like-minded yeah. souls and some fucking. Do, do you know? Do you know? Um, so like where we've moved now, right? Is yeah. uh, it's like it's kind of up sort of a bridle path, right? So it sort of looks like uh, you don't look like you could, you should drive up there, but you can. There's loads yeah. of houses here, right? So the taxi driver this morning, right, as he's dropping me off in this thing, I'm I like I'm I'm just desperate to get home at this point, right? It's yeah. about five o'clock, five o'clock, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I think the low point was getting in and seeing Lisa up, ready to start her day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like with the dog. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the driver pulls up at the at the end of that path, and he goes to me, "Can you drive up here?" And I said, "Yeah." And then he goes, "It's such a weird thing." He just goes to me, "No, but can you drive up here?" I said, "Mate, I I live up here, man. You can drive up here." And he and then a third time. He goes to me, look, can you reverse and turn and come back out? And I said, dude. No, no, there's just a thousand cars up yeah, there. No, so I'm really sorry to tell you, mate. You now live up this path. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you drop me off. It's, it's, like fucking, like... it's like the fucking island of the harpies. Once you, once you fucking drop anchor, you're never going to leave. What the entourage of taxis that have all fucking yeah. fallen for your lie. Yeah. Like, all right, mate. Yeah, no, no. no yeah. You can say, hello, you can say hello to your mates when you get there. We occasionally throw scraps out to you. Don't worry about that. Shit in the bushes. I, that's fucking mad. <laughs> By the way, speaking of uh, drivers, I know that we big up delivery drivers and Tom and I, uh, you, you and I both feel very yeah, strong yeah. about bigging them up. The other night, so after this, this is since I spoke to you last, right? So the boys, our boys are allowed McDonald's once a month. Is, yeah. is, like, is, a, is a, well, Actually, uh, that's a lie. Probably once every two weeks, right? Yeah. Anyway. Twice a month. So, Twice a month, yeah, okay. Oh, my God. What a fucking role reversal this is. <laughs> anyway, check this out. I'd love to know what you would do, Tom, because in situations like this, yeah. I, I, I deeply respect situations, your... I've, At the moment, I think most situations uh, that you're in, I could sh shed a little bit of, like, of decency <laughs> yeah. upon. So, um, go on, hit me. So the kids, the kids want McDonald's, right? So I go, so I get, it's Uber Eats, I think I got it from. Yeah, yeah. So, it takes, like, first of all, it takes ages, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like 45 minutes, I'd say, from, from click, click to delivery, okay? Yeah. The bloke pulls up outside the house. I get the bag from him, and it's like, I just grab it quickly. He's in a rush. I grab the bag quickly, and as I'm walking up, like, walking to the house, I can feel the bag don't feel, doesn't feel like the order. Oh, you know what no. I mean? Oh, God. I look at the bag, and it's Burger King. Oh, What? So I turn around and I go to the bloke, mate, this, like we got McDonald's, this is Burger King. And he just went, oh God, oh no, oh no, oh no. And he goes, I've given that order to someone else. I said, well. So lucky people. So mate, he goes, I'll be back in a minute, right? Oh no. He goes back to the other house. Oh fuck off. He goes back to the other house. So I said to Lisa, what the fuck happens here? We now, do we now eat a McDonald's that's been in someone's house? Do you know what I mean? Like, it, like even if they've not touched it. No, 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 no. Let me just tell you, this is a physical law of like fucking, and this is a thing, right? It's a brain overload moment. Okay, and this yeah. it happens to everyone in the world universally. As yeah. soon as you are given that brown bag from McDonald's and you open it, and as soon as you see the chips, it doesn't matter who you are, whether it's your order or not, you're having some of them chips. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%, right? So now I'm thinking, even even in non-COVID times, the yeah. idea of a second-hand McDonald's doesn't appeal, right? Mate, yeah. Yeah. So then, so he goes to the house, and in the meantime, I'm saying to Lisa, I mean, I've got to fucking tell this geezer to go back to McDonald's. Like, I'm not, I'm not getting this. Anyway, he goes to me, I, I couldn't fucking believe it, right? I felt sorry for the geezer, but it's a simple fuck-up, I guess. Also, there's a part of me that if, if I was a delivery driver right now, you know what I'd be doing? Because this isn't the first time it's happened. McDonald's, KFC, and um, Burger King all use those brown bags. Mm. Should be different coloured bags. Yeah, you're right. And and they and the logos on the bags are so tiny as well. Yeah, exactly. Totally get it. And faint. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Anyway, carry on. So he goes. So he. So anyway, he drives to the other house, and I'm thinking to myself, I don't want this food anymore. Right? Mate, like, all, can I just also? I'm sorry to get you yeah. in. That food that you've given them. So their house. I'm. 
I'm guessing is another 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away from you, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So their food from Burger King's even more cold than, oh my sure. God, this is a so fuck he, fest. So he phones me from, from, not from McDonald's, from this house. And he goes, um, hi, 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 I just delivered you the wrong food. I said, yeah. And he goes, I've just spoken to this family and they've started eating it. They didn't realise. What do you mean they didn't realise? This is And I'm like, I said, I said, I, I said, I said, mate, do you, do you honestly, I said, do you honestly think they didn't realise they were eating a different order from a different restaurant? I was just like, come on, man. I said, and, and then he said to me, I didn't, do you know what, Tom? I just want to own up. I didn't say any of those things I've just said. I was nowhere near that kind of assertive. I just went, oh, have they? Uh, and then I went, what, what happens now? And he said, well, do your family like Burger King? I said, mate. <laughs> Not even like in a sexy way, like he's going to try and turn your head. You know already that the Burger yeah. King order isn't as big as your McDonald's order. 100%. So it's like, because, because do, you, family, do you like Burger King, but lesser yeah. food? Do you like yeah. lesser? Let me tell you something. Do you know how I know the Burger King order's shit? It's because that family didn't complain. That's how I know. <laughs> All, all I can right. think of is this family is sitting there, is smiling, eating this food, but with one yeah. plant burger just sitting on the side. Yeah, hundred percent. They they fucking they they're tucking into a fucking order for five people. Yeah, there's probably two of them, and they were just. Anyway, I go to him. I I, I go to him, mate. I, I I I'm not eating their Burger King. I said like it's. I said it's not even me. It's the kids want McDonald's. I don't know why I got into this level of detail, but I just couldn't believe it was happening. Yeah, of course. And then I said to him, "So what do we? What happens now?" And then he goes to me, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, he goes, uh, I'm not sure what happens now. Like, what, what do you want to do? I said, what do you, I'm not, and by the way, as you know, conflict, conflict avoidant, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've, yeah. I just said to him, dude, I said, if you're looking to me for answers, I don't know what to say. I don't know what happens. <laughs> when, I don't know what happens when somebody delivers my fucking order. I didn't say fucking. When somebody delivers my order to another house, I said, I don't know what the course of action is there. And he goes, you're going to have to just apply for a refund. And like, if you get in touch with Uber, they'll probably ask you to phone them up. But what about so your goes, dinner then? Your no, lunch? So that's over. The order's like, that, that, that part of it is done now. I'm not going to see that food, right? So, no, no, no. But you've still got to get some other food, right? Yeah, correct. So I'm at without food, and he doesn't know if I'm going to get the money back. That's basically what he said to me, right? Oh. He, basically, the way he worded it, it turned out he I was like wrong. But the way he worded it was, you've just paid for I some strangers. Well. Like, you might not get a refund. And like, oh, if you look at the small print of our order, it does say um, you will get your order or something similar in a sort of reasonably yeah. <laughs> similar yeah. bag uh, yeah. of the same size of the order you had or slightly smaller. I mean, the idea that, that a delivery system where there is a chance that the food will go to someone else, but you'll still have to pay for it. The idea that's a sustainable way of doing it is fucking mad. I couldn't believe... The bloke was apologising, but also not offering me any answers. He was just sort of like, I'm yeah, so yeah. sorry this has happened, um, and, 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 and you'll probably get a refund. Anyway, it got, he, he managed to figure it out, the geezer, so I don't want to slag him off too badly. I got a refund. But then I had to fucking go to McDonald's. You had to drive? Well, I just said to Lisa, I can't be asked to fucking order this again. So, I mean, the kids are like... You'll know this, like, as, yeah. as, your, as your daughter gets older, but, like, they're ready for McDonald's. I mean, you, you know that as an adult, right? My kids, the kids have asked for McDonald's. They've managed to convince their mum and dad, who are a, a sort of, we don't really let them have it that often. They've convinced their mum and dad to let them have McDonald's. They're fucking buzzing. They're chatting about it to each other. We've done it, man. We're going to have a McDonald's yeah, yeah. tonight. I mean, it doesn't happen. The idea that we were going to put some other food in, it just felt like fucking child cruelty. So I, I, I took... Alex volunteered. I know he's your favourite. He volunteered to come of with me to McDonald's, he's a mate, Dad. and um, and we went and got it, man. And it, but like, and th but then the process of getting it took, I would say, ten minutes. And I, and then and now it's made me realise that there is no. I don't know why I ever got delivery McDonald's. It's so stupid. It's, it, so it's essentially all of this. It, it's like, mate. Once you also, that's that's the thing that we all like. Once you got your your in your head, you're thinking of a food. It's very hard. Like I was coming back from filming Friday. Yeah, and I was like speaking to Catherine, and all day, like we were like, we I've I've not spent any time this week with her or Grace. It's been like a fucking mad, like just so full on filming. But I was like, I was finishing early Friday, so I was like, I'll grab some fish and chips, like anywhere fish and chip Friday. We'll chill together. Um, spend a bit. You don't of time. say that as you go in, do you? Huh? You say it. You call it that as you walk into the house. 
What do I say that to Fish, no, Fish that's, and Chip Friday? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, I'm not as cool as you. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I, I'm not saying it. it's not a thing <laughs> about you me. having a little zing. Someone's at the pool table. They're fifty piece down, and they want to have the fucking go. Um, oh god, this is just me repeatedly getting my pants pulled down. Now, um, but uh, so we've both got fish and chips in our head. We're really looking forward to it. And then there's a massive. There's like a accident on the road on the way home, which keeps me an mm. hour and a half. Like I get home an hour and a half later. That and that, when was that? Friday. Yeah. Yeah, same, I had the same. And then experience. Catherine, in that time, is like, but we're both like, oh, we want fish and chips. So we don't eat, we end up eating at like 9.30 in the end. That's a fucking incredible fish and chip shot, the fish and chip shop. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, uh, once you've got that idea in your head, that never goes away. No. It's like you with partying. God, I'm so, I'm so embarrassed. I, I actually, I actually text. Do you think, you, but some, you know what you sometimes you've got to do, man? What? You have to like, it's like anything, like eating shit, party and whatever you have to burn it out of your system to a point where you go i don't want to do that anymore yeah yeah i guess so but it's this ongoing battle i have with uh, last night was it was just this massive drum and bass gig and i'm just looking i'm just seeing sort of young people see me walk past just so much older than everyone i know I've said where, this where was it in brighton was it this uh, concord so i just sort of think oh this is a bit am i a bit do i look a bit sadder do you know what i mean also, drum and bass though is quite an old old crowd, isn't it? It's, it's not that young. No, nah, but like no, but I think. Sorry, I'm saying this as somebody that doesn't know anything about drum and bass. But my experience of seeing Friction's gigs, yeah, of course, is yeah. that is that loads of people. How old's Friction? I don't know how old he is. He's younger than me, I think. But anyway, so um, well, apart from Paul McCartney, most musicians are. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Do you know what I feel like? I feel like it's just a fucking gazelle that's just been taken down. You just feasted on my intestines. <laughs> I can't help it because you know what you keep doing? Is you keep having these really like, it, it's like being in a boxing match and all you've got is like little tummy taps and you keep on throwing them at me. And every time I go, oh, actually, I'll go easy on him. You throw one. No. No, no, no. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, you're giving yourself way too much credit. You're not going easy on me. This is the you've been in, in in a long time on this and what what's happened is is you've seen you've seen that i'm not 100 percent, and you thought let me just tuck in here and you're fucking absolutely pummeling the shit out no, of me you know no, what no, you do. And, then, and then and then and then not, no, no, not no, no, you're not no, you're not not, like, so, you're not satisfied yo, yo, with doing yo. that so then you then you try and allow yourself the grace of going do you know what i could do you a lot worse than this but i decided to take it easy because you're a man <laughs> no. oh hey don't make out that this is like you've got covid or you've got the flu you, this is all your own doing my baby Yeah, like, oh, God. Are you going to do something nice for Lisa? I know you've had this this, this sort of couple of weeks of partying. Well, um, so uh, we were supposed to be, we were supposed to go out last night, but um, in, in next week, I think it is, Lisa and I are going for one of these. I don't know if you've ever done this with Catherine. We're doing this uh, tasting menu thing. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. It's at this hotel down the road from us. Nice. But it's like 10 courses, they come out. They, I've never, I've only done it once before in my life, but I fucking love it. You know, when they bring out the food and they go, "This is." Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we've done it in ten... France. We did it in Berg. Um, oh, it's great. Love oh, it. Mate, you feel amazing. like an absolute don. You feel like Khaled, DJ Khaled. Yeah. Well, you're living like him at the moment. He's he's yeah. got ahead of a life. Mm. Did you see that photo of Fat Joe? Do you know Fat Joe? You know Fat Joe, right? Yeah, I did. Which which, which picture are you talking about? There's a picture he posted up on Instagram. It's so embarrassing. It's where he thought he looked quite cool. Yeah. And um, it's just become a meme because he looked like... Basically, you have to check it out. Maybe I'll post it up on the thing. Um, it's him in like a hoodie and a jacket in New York and it's like snowing and he's got the Kanye winter boots on. Yeah. And he just looks like... The best way to describe it is, uh, is he looks like a nan from the future. Let me just have a look at this. Have a look at it. and. And it's just so embarrassing. And it just reminded me of that thing of that horrible feeling where you go out thinking you look a certain way and then reality shows you actually what you do look like. It's horrible. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You seen it? Yeah. I mean, fucking people are rinsing him for it, right? <laughs> oh, man. Do you know the saddest thing of all? That he's tried to own it? No, is that I look at him and just see myself in a few years. Oh, God, that's exactly, Tom, that's exactly why that picture resonated with me, bro. Oh, my God. 
my god. You're right. Everything... Yeah, I don't know. It's I like feel like. Fun. Do you know what? I feel accidentally I've managed to get you where I am. That a... is like looking into the the future. I want to message him and just go, "How did this happen?" I mean, he is owning it, bless him. But every picture he puts up of this must feel like a fucking kick to the gut. Yeah. I mean, what I what I thought about that when I saw that because like. He put the picture up. He obviously thought it looked quite cool. And then everybody, you look at the comments and everybody's rinsing the fuck out of him. Yeah. And then people are doing mock-up photos. Just imagine what it was like the first time he clicked back onto that after posting the photo. Oh, my. Christ, man. You know what? It's like, I I was thinking to myself, I can't even look anymore. I was thinking to myself, I need to post more things of, you know, just just post stuff where you you can actually see yourself. Because everything I seem to post is just like, promo for either this or shows that i'm in and i just looked mm. at that and thought actually no i think it's all right how it is yeah he you know the, yeah. the real thing that breaks my heart is that guy's a fucking don right yeah he's a fucking cool guy yeah I he's t- it, nothing he's got on there isn't expensive either no i know and he's I literally know. thought he's got he's just had to say to someone else i feel really good about myself yeah just grab a photo and now he has been absolutely Fucking serenaded as the prat of fucking social media for a whole week. Serenaded as the, as the prat of fucking hell. I don't think I've heard the word prat used in anger in a long time. I really enjoyed that. I'm now yeah. looking at the fact that on Monday this week, Monday night this week, we've got a screening of mm. uh, The Curse. And I had an outfit Shit, I was going to Have you... Have I you actually invited have you, you not, don't try that. Have you not gone up to that email from me? I said to you, I was actually... I as good as begged you to come uh, with me as my plus one. And you say, oh, no, I can't this week. Cause, probably because you're going out on the fucking shamp with one of your fucking drum and bass or garage mates, but... Fucking <laughs> using the fucking mumbled excuse uh, that you're filming. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's good, now actually, that you've... I, I think I was probably flying too high at the beginning of this episode, mate. You feel fucking deflated no, but do you, No, but do you, do you think that frightens me about it is that um, one of my biggest fears, and I think one of your biggest fears as well, is the fear that as you get older, you'll start to dress terribly or look out of place or look, or look yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. And then, and, and, and part of the reason, and I don't want to get a sort of, sort of pseudo, pseudo psychologist on this, is that part of, the, part, part of the reason that we buy, like you sometimes buy labels and shit like that, is because you think this is a way of insulating yourself out of, uh, against looking like you've lost touch or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. But to see Fat Joe spend, I think he's probably spent more money on that, what he's wearing there, than you and I have ever spent on an outfit, I would Mate, say, basically. all day long. Yeah, yeah. And he looks like that. It's bad. It's it, embarrassing. Mate, it is. It's it's a kick. And also, you know what? Because he is also, he's like built in the same way, similar to us, isn't he? Mm, yeah. I actually had the flip of this this week, right? Go on. Um, uh, on set this week, I wore a an overshirt that um I really, really like. Uh to set and uh mm. someone commented said oh my husband would like that um really like that um mm. uh, she's like a producer type thing and uh and she's i met her husband like two three days later and mm. her husband is like he he was quite yeah i mean he's probably he dressed out of 45 year old man shit like his fat face kind of vibe do you know what i mean mm. um like <laughs> Mm-hmm. like next fat face and i was just yeah. like how oh. you dress my character in your sitcom yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. you've been you rebelling mean, against you, it ever since with your party the way, the way that, yeah yeah i'm just i'm not sure just in the mirror in the bathroom just gacked up to my eyeballs you're not Stuart williams you're not Stuart williams just did a gucci singlet and a pair of fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that's the flip of it is that oh now am i dressing too old like, it's such a hard thing. It's that thing of, like, going, I don't want to suddenly dress, like, too old and look a bit... But at no. the same time, you don't want to dress too young. And so, like, this is what I think you and I should think about. Gradually transitioning into wearing stuff that men in their mid to late 40s should be wearing. What do they wear? What do people in their mid to late 40s wear? I don't know, Tom. I really don't know. Maybe, you know what, if there's, like... A fashion consultant or someone who knows you know about this. Shit. Okay, here we go. This is. The, the, I genuinely. Okay, I'm going to pitch something quite mad, and I, I, me, and then I'm hungover. Hit me. I think we should get have a, have a guest on, and I think that guest should be a fashion consultant that tells us how we should dress. Just for uh, we just get them on. Yeah. I, I think we just get them on for ten minutes or something. I I think there are people out there. I, I think for for blokes out there. And for women that are worried about how their blokes dress. Big talk, Kevin. This is a massive thing. And for men that are worried who they're... Yeah. But I just think 
I'd want to hear that on a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Do you know what I mean? I think because let's, let's do it. Because I, 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 I personally, I always think you dress amazingly, but I, I, I sometimes like I, I spend, I do think carefully about what I wear. I do. But like, for example, last night when I was going out, I found it concerning how difficult I found it to put on an outfit that I thought was appropriate and that I thought I looked all right in. Do you know what I mean? You sort of think, like, this is, there must be people that just throw shit on, right? Like, yeah, yeah. But then you see people who look like they throw shit on and they look incredibly cool. Yeah, I know. I know. But, that, but they haven't done that, have they? That's the illusion, isn't yeah, it? But this is the thing, right? I mean, I can't really say the name of it, but I'm shooting this movie at the moment and there's a person on that who literally, I've never seen anyone look so cool in everything mm. he wears. Mm. Like, everything. And I look mm. at it and I'm like, have you just, like, thrown something? Like, it looks like he's just thrown it together. But every mm. colour, every texture just mm. is layered perfectly. Can I tell you something? It's, it's, as you were saying that, I allowed myself to fantasise just for a moment that that is the way that you might talk about me <laughs> to other people. No, I say about you, you, you dress like me. We're very like. Mm. I have brought a lot of cords and trousers. I'm trying to wean myself out of wearing too many like, jeans a lot at the moment. Yeah. I find jeans are just not. So hold on. What, if you're not wearing jeans, what are you wearing? Cords, trousers, like chinos. Cords? Yeah. What sort of fit of cord are you wearing? A, a loose fit. I've got to, mate, I've had to push away from skinny, anything too skinny now. Mm. It's just mm. not a look, good look for a big no. man. It's but like, I think, I mean, I feel like I'm getting slightly boring here, but there, it's such a thin line. The the fit of G that that men like you and I look all right in. Yeah, yeah. Because you yeah. go too baggy, and yeah. you look like you're fucking. You're off, yeah, that's, you're what, that's one of the big problems with Fat Joe's outfit. Is those jeans are too. They're just not. You can't, really wear, you can't wear jeans that baggy with like boots. You look yeah, boots. fucking mad. Yeah. Anyway, guys, check out the Fat Joe photo. I think it'll be. I feel like um, we're fucking really going in on poor Fat Joe. Yeah, I love Fat Joe. He's a fucking legend. Oh, he's a don, yeah, but I mean, fucking And also responsible for bringing Big Pun into our lives, which, you know, one of the greatest rappers ever. Anyway, how are you? I'm good, boy. I'm good. He asked half an hour in. Massive uh, night last night because little Gracie slept. Uh, we slept with a family of three of us in the room together. Oh, mate. It was a beautiful thing, baby. It was a beautiful thing. Slept right through from, so she had a good sleep, two till about seven this morning. Mm. Woke up, little chill blade for when as you were getting in. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> fed a little feed. Yeah, it was nice, man. It's been a hard week because I haven't seen much of them. So it's been, uh, well, the last two weeks I've not seen enough of them. Mm. really so it's just nice a little weekend little chill um could have cooked a big old roast and uh yeah, i mean mate she did i mean you i don't know did you have ever have those poos which are just like she'd done a poo i put her on her mat to change her and it was like she looked at me dead in the eye and it was like oh i'm not done yet and then started shitting on the mat mm. it was like i mean i was yeah. proud and i laughed and i was like go on girl like yeah yeah but Fucking hell! It was like I was like, wow. I, 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 the first time that um, Lisa went out and because like when when Theo we first brought Theo home, yeah, like as you know and you know better than I do because it's happened more recently for you. You are living hour to hour basically. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't you yeah. can't think you can't think beyond really the next sort of no. half an hour in terms of your existence, right? There's no there's no long term. You're just no. like fucking hell, fucking hell. What's this? What's this? Yeah. And it's so stressful and panicky that you can't believe that this happens a lot. It, it, no. you, you sort of think to yourself, "Is this? This can't be what everybody goes through." Because you'd have more advice and help than this. This yeah. is mental. Do you know what I mean? Is like same thing. Right. Yeah. Last night, I, I yeah. set my Apple Watch so every half hour it buzzed. Right. So it woke me up so I could check on her. My my missus is just like kiss, gave her a kiss, fed her. She was yeah. like, "We've got the monitor on her. It's like she's going to be a fine. She, we have to just fucking chill." Every half hour, I looked Tom, at the monitor Tom, and then yeah. went back to sleep. And then every half hour, I woke. And I did that from yeah, I did that from like two in the morning till seven. Yeah. I want to tell you something genuinely. Go on. Please do not worry about doing that, bro. Like, like obviously you got to try and stop doing that, yeah, and yeah, you yeah. will stop doing that. But I love you for the fact you do that because it's exactly exactly what I was doing. Yeah, you, you just go, right? you go you go the the fucking agony of having a baby is that when they're making noise you can't sleep and then when they do get go quiet you worry that they're okay. Mate. It's the, it's the, it's so fucking mad. 
you know what I mean? Like it's that you suddenly go, oh, there is no set of circumstances now in which I relax no. because because when they're noisy, I'm freaking out about trying to get them quiet, and then when they're quiet, I'm terrified because they're quiet. It's mental. I had like a break, like a pro- so the other day we were filled with fucking hours we're filming. It's been insane. So I get home at like eleven o'clock, right? Mm. I pick up the next days at five, yeah, a.m. So caffeine and like like shout out because they could have they were like go and stay in a hotel but i'm like i don't want to i want to go home i want to see my kid baby i want to see mm. my wife I, I want you know it's only a two of us so she needs that support so i get home Catherine's like why don't you crash out for a bit and then you can like do the sort of like early morning feed what a love what a lovely woman oh she's a darling she's a saint so i go i crash out Catherine comes and gets me says like you know grace is asleep but um so i go downstairs start feeding her get her off then i go put her in a um thing i think She's in a, um, she's in like the other room. I can just sit in the, with her in this in the spare room type thing, chill with her. Um, got the monitor on. I might be able to catch like an hour's sleep. So I sort of close my eyes and start dozing off. And then the monitor does the beep thing, the alarm sound. Right? Mm. I'm, I've never got out what, so what, what, trig- what triggers that? Oh no, this is the thing. So it's usually like there's a mat underneath her. We've got one on, so there's a mat underneath her mattress that senses yeah. if she's breathing and it senses. Mm. So usually it would be either that if the temperature gets too hot in the room, which you've got to be careful of, or mm. they don't sense the breathing, right? Okay. So I'm like, dart out of bed, checked her. She's fine. She's breathing. It's the fucking Wi-Fi. As you know, the problem with Wi-Fi in my house, the Wi-Fi has dropped out in the whole oh house, right? Oh my. Dropping out the monitor. So in the short, like you're talking about, in the short period, I'm like, I'm not sleeping tonight. Mm. But then I have to think, well, Catherine's got a whole fucking day with Grace and it's just the two of them and she won't be able to, get through the day without this monitor so i then fucking go downstairs i'm like our fucking this fucking guy i mean it's an incredible job he's done but he's basically put our fucking router behind these fucking amazing like we've got a stairway where we've got like uh, the dog's bed we've got fucking all these cupboards that pulled out all our jackets and shoes mm, mm. and behind these massive fucking wooden things is the fucking router right, right. so i'm pulling them out gently because i don't want to fucking wake Catherine and grace but they're fucking they weigh a ton right yeah it's now at this point three thirty in the morning, right? Oh my god! I'm so so, bleak. Fu- so I pull them out. I get them out, of, but you—they're in our hallway, so you've got to put them both in another room. Yeah. So then I'm resetting the fucking room all the time. I'm literally muttering like insanity. Like, yeah. um, this is better be for fucking safety of the child. This is insane. Mate, this is it's fucking so insane. Weird. Like, like, <laughs> like on the fucking waiting to uh, like um on the fucking company their yeah. chat. Waiting on the chat. Oh, well, yo, yeah. give us a shout on the chat thing. And I'm sitting there going, I'm going to fucking ruin them. I'm going to ruin. So I get the whole thing sorted, get all the, get back in, like literally get everything, we like reroute the whole fucking thing, get everything working, get the fucking monitor working, um, get into bed. And then my alarm goes off and it's like fucking 10 to 5 and I'll get picked up in 10 minutes. And I'm like, oh, this is just so fucking, I've not, yeah. Honestly, they, they should be foolproof that things like that. Like genuinely, like when when it's your peace of mind and it's your baby, that like, they should there shouldn't be anything. I mean, it's not mm. their fault. It's my Wi-Fi, and like yeah. again, to, uh, like a kick in the dick to Sky fucking and your shitty. Because I've called three times and been told now that it's fucking sorted. I literally am like, you know what? I, I'm the, you sorted out you you sorted out the Uber the the guy with the food. You just went and did it yourself. I literally they go it's Tom Davis on the phone. I'll just pull his pants down. He'll believe anything you tell him, that fucking idiot. <laughs> He's not fucking... Like, I'm literally like the mayor of Bellentown when it comes to fucking oh, talking mate. to a complaints department. I'm too trusting and too nice. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, mate. Cheers. I'll have a... Listen, have a good day. I should never say that to people who have yeah. done something. Like, the first time saying it, I said... Literally, I called them last week. Have a great day. Thanks so much for helping. They're yeah. sitting there like that, filing their nails or playing champ manager. Yeah. I, I end up sort of getting so sort of high on my own belief that I've sorted it out by speaking to them. I sort of go, you know, sorry to bother you. Like, you know how it is. It's just sort of, uh, you know, this is, this is the one where, you know, this is the thing I always say. I always go, um, look, I know it's not your fault. Like, but this yeah, is, happened. I, mate, yeah. mate. Oh God, Tom. It's just, so pathetic. It, I've done that. It's so, so many fucking times. like, I know it's not your fault and I really don't want to have a go at anyone. Like, cause I know like it isn't, it's God. like, it's, you know, and it's like, they're sitting here like that, making a wanker sign going, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Like you should it's, just phone it, up. And go, I, I reckon, I reckon there's a list of things um, like that. They, they must know what customers say. And I reckon there's a, there's a bit yeah. on that, on that thing they issue, it says, when they say, I know it's not your fault, feel free to absolutely fucking rim them as much as you like. <laughs> 
because what you've got yourself Promise there them everything, is a top, but give them a top, nothing. Yeah, that you've got you got yourself there is a top tier mug. You can literally do whatever you like to those. <laughs> that even if they even if they say they're cancelling the service, they'll still be paying you a monthly. Yeah, subscription. yeah, yeah. They don't even know how to get into their bank because their banks fucking pulled their pants down years ago. These people have no passwords for anything. <laughs> Fucking collateral oh. damage in any fucking disaster movie. <laughs> oh, God. Right, do you want to do some emails, my G? Let's do it, my sweet G. My sweet prince. Okay. Nothing uh, too heavy and sad today because of... Oh. Well, no, no, we can. Yeah, we can. But it's, it's, I was worried about you more than anything else. Um, th- this question, I'm, I'm just going to say, I don't think we're qualified to answer. But okay. okay. But let's just... Give it a try. Yeah. Let's give it a try. Okay. Hi, Wolf Owl, Swan and Cat. I've recently discovered the podcast. Uh, I've been having a difficult time recently with some mental health issues and you guys have brought me a lot of joy and helped me see the light in the world. So thank you, you sweet, sweet souls. Well, thank you. Uh, now, on to my problem. Please keep me anonymous. Several years ago, when I was a teenager, I came, out to my whole f- I came out to my whole family and everyone I know is a lesbian. Everyone took it well, except for my grandma, who struggled a bit. Uh, but after a few years of questions of whether I was sure, has ultimately accepted it. I'm now in my mid-20s and I've only ever dated women. I've never, never even kissed a man. This is where Tom comes in. No, I'm only joking. However, I'm currently single for the... (laughs) (laughs) You prick. Uh, However, I'm currently single for the first time in my life. I've started to get celebrity crushes on men. At first, I thought it was because I was lonely and a bit desperate. But I'm now starting to consider that I might be bisexual. Now, here are the problems with that. One, I've been considering expanding my dating pool to include men. But if it turns out that I'm wrong, and I'm in fact only able to fall in love with women, I don't want to hurt some poor guy in the process. What a sweet thing to think. The obvious answer to this would be to be upfront and honest about the situation, but I would, but I worry that we'd like invite creeps who just want to turn me. Oh God! So you know, it's a, it's a, by the way, that that's like of the male fucking. You know, know we've got a lot of disgusting fucking traits, but that's one of them that fucking makes me feel when, when absolutely that, I just fucking thought, Do you know sick. what? Do you know what? Whenever you just sort of think, fucking hell, men do do shit like that. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. And then I just got depressed. Anyway. Two, if it turns out I'm bisexual and I do get with a man, I'm worried about having to re-come out to everyone as I just feel this would be a bit awkward and I feel embarrassed about having got wrong in the first place. Plus, there's the additional issue that this proved my grandma right all those years. She tried to convince me that I wasn't really gay. I'd really appreciate any advice you have in the situation. Uh, you're sweet and kind individuals and I really need some help. Plus, as men, I feel like you might have a perspective on the situation that I'm not seeing. Thanks in advance for your help. All the love in the world. The koala. Um, before you, we hand over to Tom, can I just say... I know Tom normally says this, but the way that you've written this email, I can just tell that you're so lovely. So, um, yeah. thank you very much. I'm into that. Anyway, Tom, go on. Yo, the koala. Uh, I think this is almost one of the most simple. It's an incredible email, and you're an amazing human being. But this is pretty simple advice. And I, I it will come across as hacky, but you just need to just do you and just fuck everyone. Like, fuck everyone else and fuck everyone. You, everything you're saying shows the depth and decency that you have as, you know, you as a person. But all everything you're saying is you're worried about other people and how other people are going to see your life decisions, how other people are going to react to your life. And that's great. And it's, you don't want to be a selfish person, but also you need to find out who you are in the mix of things. So firstly, I don't think you have to, you know, make some sweeping thing of like worrying too much about, you know, I think if you're earnest and you're like, say, oh, I don't quite know what I'm looking for, or, you know, you're just sort of, you know, you, you could sort of tell a white lie in the situation of, of sort of seeing, you know, seeing men and, and going out on the basis you say that, you know, you're just sort of out of a relationship or whatever, which, you know, and you're looking, just looking for someone just to sort of spend some time with and sort of see how you feel. You know, I, it's a hard one for myself and Robert to give advice to because neither of us have ever been in that situation. And mm-hmm. the only thing I can is, is give you it as a, the, how I see it as, as a decent human trying to sort of work life out. And that is that yeah, you just have to focus on you being happy. It's like, and, and like for me to be in a situation I am and for Ramesh to be where he is and for anyone that there's always been situations where something's not been quite right for you and, and, and you've had to sort of break up with someone or you've had to move on. And, and however you've, any of us have, you know, whether you're bi, gay, straight, whatever in that scenario, all of us have had something's not right in a situation and we've had to move forward with it. And and sometimes that's been at the behest of other people's happiness or sadness, but, you know, they move on as well. I think 
I don't think you have to worry too much at the moment about going to your family and saying this is this is happening. I think wait till you know yourself, get some clarity on the situation and and where you're at with things. And 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 I think with your grandmother, mate, if if this is the case and you are bisexual, as silly as it sounds, make a joke out of it and, and make her feel that she was right. Or you know, but don't again, don't give it too much time thinking it. Focus on you and you being happy, and um, that's the key to it. Uh, and the key to all doors will become yours, and you will be happy, my okay, friend. Okay, okay. I, I, I always intervene slightly too late. <laughs> Romy, Romsky, go. go um, great advice. I, look, I, listen, um, I just think you, you just seem so considerate and lovely, and... Um, and I feel I sort of feel slightly sorry for you that you're worrying that you're having to worry about this as much as as you are. Um, I think you need to I I think you need to do exactly what Tom says and do you. I think if you feel like you want to date a, a man, then do that. I, I I just listen. We've not been through it. I, I think you will know. I think you'll know. And if you are behaving only in the most honest interests and, 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 and doing things that, because you think that's the right thing to do and that's how you feel, there's nothing wrong with that. You can't second guess how you might feel in the future. You can only act on how you feel at the moment and with the information you've got to hand. And if that means that you want to give dating men a try, then you don't have any responsibility really to some bloke that you're just seeing for the you know early on in a relationship. You don't, you don't need to tell them all of that. Do you know what I mean? You can just see how it goes. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. If it doesn't work out because you suddenly decide you don't want to date men, that is one in a, a, in a, in thousands of reasons why people stop seeing each other. So this is no worse than any other reason. People wouldn't give a shit if they decided to stop, stop seeing somebody just because they did something that irritated them or they fancied other people. Nobody would give like, you know, those are legitimate reasons to split up with someone. So you, you don't have, this doesn't become, you know, this this isn't a worse reason for it to not work out. You just do what you you want to do. You know, I don't I don't think you're going to be inconsiderate because based on how you've written this, I just think you seem like somebody that would always be thinking about those things. Oh, she's always going to think about other people. Uh, yeah, I will say this as well. Um, is you know, and I, this might just be because you know I have a door. <laughs> I'm genuinely sitting here so worried that I know. Like, me too. No, I know I, I'm genuinely that, worried yeah. about the fact of like. Her not meeting like a nice bloke, like there is some fucking bell end out there who's going to take advantage of the situation, or like be wary of any person who comes forward saying I'm a really nice guy. By the way, like yeah. feels like that's the one thing that we could. Help but you don't with. allow that. Don't allow that to make you stop listening to the podcast because no, that's pretty much our. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't. Our say fucking that, mo of No, we try and put that across so tragically, don't we? <laughs> no, but. Um, but be wary of that. Yeah. Um, but it'll be great. It'll be great. I mean, I'm slightly nervous now. We're going the other way now. She's going to But also be careful and yeah. please get in touch and yeah. let us know how the, things go. The, the, yeah, please do get in touch. The, other, the one other thing I would say is um, life becomes a lot easier when you stop worrying about things you can't control and you cannot control how your grandma thinks about the situation. Yeah. So I would, my advice to you would be to absolve yourself completely of any responsibility of how your grandmother feels about the situation. You cannot do anything about that so fucking don't give it a second let me say this as well i'm just going to throw this out there because i might just be emotionally charged with everything that's happening at the moment but Mm. when we do a live event in a place near you uh whether you have a date whether that's male female whatever or you're just coming on your your own or with a friend there's two tickets to our live event for you just get in touch we'll keep you you're an absolute g I feel very emotionally connected to you right now. Yeah, yeah. And listen, uh, it sounds like you're very uh, worried about the situation. I'm sure that was the absolute. That it, it, I imagine all your troubles melted away when Rob, uh, when Tom offered <laughs> when you. When Rob, <laughs> when Tom offered hell, you, Jesus when Tom, Christ. when Tom offered you two free your tickets. Getting your cockneys mistaken. Yeah, when it, Tom offered you two free tickets to a, a fictional show. Um, okay, even if we, even if we just take you out for some food. No, whoa, 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 whoa. This is what happens when I start to sort of become too emotional about an email. Is you then sort of tie me up in this fucking situation now? Okay, well, just just get in we're touch. not going to take. Listen, Koala, we're not going to take you out for dinner. Okay, uh, all right. Let, let me just be absolutely crystal clear on that. Uh, after after spending ten minutes talking about watching out for men and and weird offers and and men behaving strangely, we're now suggesting that you come out for dinner with us, two strangers. I mean, what the fucking hell? 
<coughs> right, all I'm uh, saying is I'm worried about you. Do okay. you be strong and go fly. Keep in touch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, next email is from the Loyal Lady Lizard. Oh. Uh, dear that Wolf sounds Alice. like a really bad character from like He-Man or something. <laughs> <laughs> He-Man, you oh evaded my... my trap this time. You'll but never catch me, the loyal lady lizards. This won't be the last time you hear from the loyal lady lizard. <laughs> hey, are we going to put the loyal lady lizard in any more episodes? No, it didn't really no. work. Yeah, I think we just keep it. He-Man cuts her head off. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, dear Wolf Allen Son, uh, I want to start with the usual love the podcast. Speech Romish went to see at the Apollo. Uh, oh, wow. Shout out. Your set is what leads me on to my questions. In the second half, there was a sex theme. I talk a bit about my sex life in the second yeah, half. Yeah. Uh, my question is... Hmm. Well, look, I'm, uh, there's two questions here. I'm going to focus on the second question because the first question sort of gives away a little bit of what I talk about in the show. Anyway, yeah, we don't really give away that. Yeah. So anyway, second question. If two people's sex drives are polar opposite, do you think the relationship can last forever without something having to give? I adore my boyfriend but it's been five years and maybe two or three goes at sex that failed to come to any conclusion. If either of you were in my situation, what would you do? Just for consideration, I had a very exciting past before he stole my heart. We'd love to know your thoughts on this. And thanks to this one. Uh, big love from the loyal lady lizard. Um, I Did think I it, read that all right? Yeah, it's lovely. It's beautiful. Like a sort of um, maybe and and also mean. let me shout out the loyal lady lizard. I respect the fact that actually I know why you've called yourself that name. and I, I respect that now. Mm. Um, uh, I think, you know what? I think it's, it's a situation. I think that quite a lot of men go through this. I think like it's an easy thing, I think to, uh, and I think society will want all of us to sort of, sort of shout, uh, you know, to conform to this belief that, you know, blokes are always really, really up for sex and, and sort of, you know, that sort of, you've been in a long relationship was like, oh yeah, bloody hell, you know, yeah, you know, it's sort of, it's a common joke of like, you know, You've been in a long relationship, and you know your girl, wife or girlfriend doesn't, yeah, doesn't want sort of to have sex or whatever, and you're, you know, you're always up for it. I think it's a sort of, it's a real sort of old school belief in, in, uh, yeah, you know, sort of this sort of mas- the sham of masculinity that I think we're trying to sort of like shed and like get rid of. And I think it's an important thing actually that we all should talk about. And I think like for me anyway, I think there's times in my life when like I've been depressed or I've been down and things haven't. You know that that part of my life, or that thing that's sort of like you know that that can be one of the things that suffers. I think it's it can, you know, it can happen to quite a lot of us. I think it's something that when your self belief or your self worth starts dropping, probably one of the first things that goes is any kind of sort of belief in your yourself in a sort of sexual nature. And I think that's sort of something that none of us really really talk about because it's it's quite an embarrassing thing to talk about. I think like so my my first thing would be like you having a discussion with him and a chat with him to see whether there's something else that's going on, whether he's depressed or whether he's down or whether he's got other issues that, you know, maybe you don't know about. Um, And also don't be scared to, as a couple, go and speak to someone. If it's weighing quite hard on your, you know, you saying your email, and I think it's the most telling bit of your email is that, you know, you had this really exciting life until he, captured your heart so you know i think it's it's obviously someone that you care about and and you've got a lot of feelings for and i think it's very important for you to make sure that you open up that sort of communication with him you don't push him too hard and and there's people out there who he can go and talk to but i think quite quite often the, the sort of that side of things can sort of fade away when sort of depression or like i say something like that is 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 afoot so uh it's probably just worth checking in and, and having a conversation with him uh and and to him it's it, I, you know i've got friends it's happened to i've it's happened to myself it's it's something more common i think than any of us would probably and it, it's probably still got a stigma around it it's probably still something that we don't speak about because at the moment we're just we're just sort of you know we're just touching base with what mental illness is and, and how it affects people and i think yeah there's a long way to sort of delve before we're anywhere near sort of get into sort of some sort of result. But anyway, that's me. Big T. Good luck. <laughs> okay, 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 great, great, great. Um, uh, very good advice from Tom there. I would echo everything that Tom said. I, 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 look, uh, Loyal Lady Lizard, um, I think that the impression I'm getting is uh, 
look, your sex drives are polar opposite and you're trying to figure out what to do about it. And, and as Tom says, there might be something a bit more kind of going on underneath that. But let's, if we hypothesize, oh, hypothesize, look at it, oh, God, kill me. But let's hypothesize for a moment that it's just like, a, it's just that you want sex a lot more than he does. The truth is you already know the answer to, to, to what you need to do. It's like, you know, there are two options here. Either you, this is small enough of an issue for you to just leave it and you love him so much that, or you love him enough that that's just a thing that you compromise on in the way that you, you have to compromise on things when you're, when you're with somebody. I, I, I don't even think Lisa's got time to detail exactly the, the full list of compromises that she's made to be with me. Um, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things. Or it does bother you. The fact that you've emailed us suggests that it does. So you now have got to figure out what you've got to do about that. And 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 by that, I mean, you know, you two have got to have a chat. And, you know, you are, you're either going to have a chat and you're going to sort that out yourselves or you need to speak to somebody else about it because there are people that you can talk to. This problem occurs a lot, you know, so much. And there are people whose job it is to help people in situations like that. So... I would say that, you know, take some action. I don't mean that I didn't mean that to sound as prescriptive as it did, but you know what I mean? It's like th this can be sorted. So please don't sit there thinking, okay, this is, I'm unhappy and this is what the life has got to be going forward because it doesn't. Okay, Tom. Yeah. I kept you waiting. I would describe my performance on this episode as. I don't know, three? That's maybe would be one of my favourite. Yeah, if you're talking out of five, you've been great. It's been my favourite <laughs> version of you. The old booze hound. Um, Tom, could you uh, do us the honour of... Oh, God, do you know what? I do quite enjoy what happens to my voice when I'm... Yeah, yes. you kind of got a nice croak could to please? it. Could you please? Could you You sound like a sort of sexy frog from a Disney cartoon. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, I think you need to go and speak to him. Yo, yo, uh, yo. Okay, Tom, could you take us out of the podcast, please? Yo, let me just say this. I'm going to break it down. Break it down. Don't give up. Don't give up. That's on so many different things. Yeah, oh yeah. It comes to me and it dawns upon my brain and into my spirit. And into my spirit. So much of us in life start upon a journey that we never conclude. On a journey. And when Wint's doing that, what happens is a little bit of us chinks away. A little bit of the thing. Chinks away. Whether it's you looking around thinking, yeah, I'm going to start knitting, I'm going to knit my bro a jumper. I'm going to knit. I'm going to knit my bro a jumper. Yes. And you never get, <laughs> never get to that place where the jumper becomes one. You just end up with some wool and a few lines of something that was a good intention. Never finish that jumper. Was a good intention. Yeah, oh yeah. my brain. The greatest thing you can do is start something and finish it. Yo, for me this week, I started playing Championship Manager. I haven't played it for a long time. Started off as Palmer, and my dream is to one day lift the Champions League. That road has been met with adversity, but I will get there. Because if there's one thing, it's Champions League. <laughs> it's resilient. Yo, I want you to pick something this week. It may be eating 15 apples. I love apples. It may be cleaning all the trainers, stroke shoes. Oh, they're so dirty. <laughs> it may be learning how to moonwalk. I want you to learn something and accomplish it. And with that, I want you to... <laughs> Sorry, it took me too long to do that. Send videos of you achieving things for the Wolf and Owl Oh, pod. my God. Oh, my God. No, dude, no, 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 no. Let me say, every battle in every war is winnable and losable. But you got this you one. Got this. It's up to you whether you can win or lose it. So pick something and, my God, defeat it. You got it. You eat it. You shit it out of your ass. You are the one. Shit it out of your ass. I was really not prepared for shit it out your ass. Yeah, that it was, was exceptional. Work. Back. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, my words Tom, of advice. Thank you so much for the advice. Peace, love, it's great advice. It's great advice if you ignore sort of circumstance and luck as being factors in your journey. Um, okay, cool, guys. We will see you next time. I'm so sorry for how hung over I was today. But I promise the only thing is, next time this, I'll I, be I better. I speak to the whole, for the whole pack. If you make it a hat trick next week, then we got a problem. Yeah, I would agree with that. Because if it's three weeks, I mean that, out, is, that, that could be a problem because I'm in Halifax next week. Oh, oh my god! And I think we all know Halifax well, like man. a pie. Bearing the fucking bearing the old fucking erection you had for Stockport. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Halifax is. I think, I think the most likely thing's going to happen is that um, I'm going to have a curry hangover because I think we're going out for a, a little ruby ting after Let me show, show, man. That's my mm. favourite kind of hangover. Yeah, boy. Um, all right, guys. Thanks so much. Right, uh, we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Good luck. Bye-bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.